0: well welcome to wednesday good morning or good afternoon or good evening whenever you're listening to this um if it's the end of the day and you've had a great day i hope that you get some good rest tonight um now, as I mentioned, uh, we're in the middle of the Lenten season, um, but we're also in the middle of March Madness. And so the first weekend of the tournament is now done. Hopefully your brackets aren't too busted. Um, and hopefully there's some Big Ten teams still available. I don't know, Tim or Jen, do you guys do March Madness? Do you, yeah. yeah. Who, who well, are you that. picking to win it all? Oh, do you have it oh, she, Jen has it right here. <laughs> there you go. Yep, my Bible and my
1: bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so great! I got Arizona. Arizona.
0: Arizona going. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. How are you, Tim? I'm with her. With Arizona? Yeah. Okay. I don't pay enough attention to basketball. Um I'm more of a football guy. But
2: Jen doesn't either. She just picked out a bracket. Oh, yeah, there you go. You know, I'm
0: just <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> I just, as uh, hopefully a big ten team wins. So yeah. um but uh, anyways, well we're not here to talk about your brackets, but <laughs> to hopefully, you know, may the odds be in your favor with that. So, uh, well, today is Wednesday, as I mentioned, and uh, usually on Wednesdays, we just hear from our guests, how they're connected to the VP family, how they're using the gifts God has given them to serve him and uh, the community of a VP. So would you be willing to kind of talk a little bit about what that is?
1: Yeah. You? So, yeah, we've been here since like we got married and um, we both grew up, you know, in our own churches and um then we got married and we thought well we better just find one a church for us right so um we came to vp that was the first church (laughs) we (laughs) went to and we never left so (laughs) um yeah so we like our first probably big involvement was the youth group and um you know that really got us connected and um still have those connections through the years i mean those were just great times for us. Um, yeah, one of the, probably my worst memory of youth group, probably Tim's best, one of his best, uh, we were in Toronto (laughs) and, um, like we would, we each had like separate groups that we would take on little mission trips through the day, like little projects that we had going. So I had uh, my girls, Tim had his guys and we were going off. So just like after breakfast, it must've been after prayer, we're all heading out. And I just like Tim and I, we just like gave a quick kiss on the cheek or something, and then we were on our way. And right after that, a lady turned to me and she said, oh my goodness, that is so cute. Your son still gives you, still gives you a kiss. oh was, well yeah. now that's my husband, yeah. that's my, yeah. husband my son but so yeah we still laugh and joke about that yeah he thought <laughs> he since then i made him grow the this big, be grow tea, yeah. make him age a little bit more you know so i <laughs> look more like a couple no. i don't want to
2: be your son anymore right <laughs> oh
1: goodness so yeah it was- it's a good time. Good times and bad times. Yeah, <laughs> yes. um, we could laugh about it though, so that's yeah.
0: good. Yes. Um, well, since you share, I guess I need to share yeah. a story similar to that, okay. although on the opposite of things. For those of you who don't know me, I have gray hair, and I went gray early. And so, one time, we uh, Jackie's folks lived down in Indiana, and we were driving back and stopped at Burger King for um, lunch. And so. Um, the kids were young enough to go in the play place, so uh, we ordered. I was waiting for the food. They went back, and as they were ringing up, the um, the cashier, whatever you call it, said, and um, do you need the senior discount to me? <gasps> and I was probably in my, probably, you know, mid-30s at the time. <laughs> so I thought, this, probably, this guy probably thinks, here's this grandpa with his daughter and four grandkids. <laughs> yes. um, So, yeah.
1: Did you take the discount? Yeah. Uh, You know, I should have. In (laughs) hindsight, I should (laughs) have.
0: Absolutely. But uh, no, I probably didn't. um, Now I don't care. Yeah, I have have great whatever. It's it's a I will always have hair. I won't go bald. That's the men in my family. Great early, but don't lose their hair. So that's good. Anyways, so, well, thank you for sharing. And if you like that youth group story, uh, when you see Tim and Jen um, in church and say ask them about mountain lions, hummingbirds, and squirrels. Um, they shared a great story with me uh, in between recordings that uh, we don't have time to share now. So make sure you talk to them about mountain lions, hummingbirds, and squirrels. So, well, thank you for talking a little bit about how you um, use your gifts here at uh, Victory Point. And, uh, it's, it's encouraging that you guys have those great memories of your time serving here. So, well, today uh, we're jumping to the New Testament, Second um, Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. So uh, just a few verses. But Jen, would you be willing to read that for us?
1: Yes. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How different we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to...
0: All right. Well, you just heard Jen read the first bit of the passage, and then the computer stopped on us again. I am not sure why we're having these tef- technical difficulties this week, but uh, I apologize for that interruption. So, Jen, could you start over again reading 2 Corinthians 5, 6-21, and hopefully we'll be able to get through this without it stopping again. So,
1: All right. 2 Corinthians 5, 16-21. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him.
0: Um, so, Tim, take two. What did yeah. what did you <laughs> take away from this?
2: Uh, verse 16, the first verse, uh, really stuck out to me as a reminder to look at everyone in every situation uh, through the eyes of Jesus um, and with the love of Jesus, especially today with all the media um, out there that tries to tell you how to view people, what to say to them, uh, how to act and how so many of us just fall into that and do what they say. And and we have to be reminded that, you know, every situation, God has it in control. Um, He is the perfect example of love and how to treat people. And yeah, that's, that's really what stuck out to me.
0: Jenna, how about you?
1: Um, Yeah, mine kind of is a little bit different, but kind of goes off from that too. I kind of, verse 19 sticked out, stuck out to me where it says, for God was in Christ reconciling the word or restoring the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. Uh, he gave us this wonderful and awesome news to share and we're his ambassadors. It kept, mm-hmm. That ambassador word kept coming up um, uh, or reconciling. Uh, yeah. We should want to share this news. Uh, we want everyone else to join in with us. Uh, so, And that's kind of... Um, what you were saying, like the image and stuff, uh, uh, like when we think of the word ambassador, like I think of like a clothing ambassador, brand ambassador, right? Okay, yeah. um, and you should wear it proudly, and you want others to wear your brand, you want every, everyone to see it. Um, yeah. so it's like, oh, well, like I should be Christ, I am, I am Christ's ambassador, I should be wearing his clothes, and then, then that reminded me of like the um putting the on the armor of God every day. Right. So like I should be putting on God's armor and letting people see my like belt of truth or my breastplate of righteousness. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, just thinking of of those things like wear and uh, share it proudly. I want to show off this brand that I love and I want others to see it and love it the way I do.
0: Um, Yeah yeah that's cool yeah. i kind of uh, both of those things you talked about yeah. kind of stuck out to me so the first of all the um we should no longer see people through the worldly view but we need to see them the way uh, god sees them from the heavenly view um i think oftentimes you know we see somebody who isn't what we want them to be or we think oh they're less than us or whatever mm-hmm. unfortunately we can be prideful like that and we might not help people that need help because we're put off by their worldly view or, you know, the worldly view of them, but Jesus calls us to be his ambassador. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we need to represent Christ. We need to be his hands and feet here on, on earth. Um, so if Jesus sees them as a new creation, if he sees them the way we hope Jesus sees us, then yeah, we have no choice but to try to meet their needs um we need to see them the way jesus love them the way jesus uh did so um yeah that was a that was one thing that well two things i guess that kind of you know knitted together from what you guys said for me so um what else anything else
1: well i just think that it reminds me like you know seeing people through god's eyes you know Mm -hmm. um Tim had a friend that you know was definitely not like him you know like he didn't view the world world the same way he didn't you know talk the way tim talked but you know you just continue to show him christ's love and you know years later it's a great story comes out of it
2: (laughs) yeah she's talking about her friend troy um I actually worked with him for several years, and yeah, he just he would continue to like pick at me about stuff, and I, yeah. and and I never got defensive about it. I really learned how to listen, yeah, and just to ex- whatever he wanted to say, just accept it, and not to you know fight back with words or anything like that. Yeah. And and then he had left that job where I work at now, and his life continued to just fall apart but and you continued, not, to yeah, in, we continued to be yeah we continued to be in his life and we'd always and, and we didn't even see the stuff that he was hiding from uh, everyone okay, actually yeah. i mean anybody and everybody even people that he was living with had no idea his addiction to drugs and alcohol and yeah. i mean it was it was such a roller coaster that we didn't see we yeah. only saw like happy you know, mm-hmm. Troy, that was just loving. and I mean, mm-hmm. he was just a great guy, just didn't have Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then he he hit rock bottom several times. But the final time, we weren't even home, we were on vacation, and he called from Traverse City, just, I think he was drunk, and said he needed to get out of there, and I, he needed to go to our house. So this is Traverse City to mm-hmm. West Olive. Mm-hmm. We paid for a taxi,
0: Wow!
1: If you ever want to know how much it cost, all yeah,
0: right, way too
2: much. <laughs> yeah, but for him, paid for him, and he got to our house. We weren't even home yet; we were on vacation, okay. and and that started this huge Jesus story mm-hmm. and life changing. Like, uh, like we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, somebody shows up. I mean, he's still drunk.
1: We have our kids home. Yeah. You know, we're thinking. You know, is it safe? Is it not? Like,
2: right. and yeah, so we, we
1: just knew we needed to.
2: Yeah. Jen left with the kids to go to her mom and dad just on the road for a little bit so Mm. I could talk to them. And and we tried to figure stuff out and it was just not knowing what to do. Like, what do you do with somebody that's got an addiction? Like, it's like, he can't just live with us. And, and this whole time, like my dad my brother and I build custom motorcycles just for, as a hobby, we actually built a bike for uh, this guy named Sean, his dad's His uh, father-in-law's name is Ken. Mm. Runs Teen Challenge. Oh, so the story start. And I have no idea. I think I called. I I was just, I was I was crying. I didn't. I was walking down the path Mm. out in the woods. I called Crozier. I think. Mm. And I said, "What do I do? Like Mm. I like you struggled with this stuff. Like what do I do?" He's like, "Teen Challenge." I said, "He's not a teenager." (laughs) Because seriously, what do you think Teach T. George? He's like, no, man, they take anybody, you know? So I'm like, all right. And then it clicked in my head. Ken, like the guy that runs it, like yeah. his father-in-law owns it. Like he is the, like, I called him up crying and he was like, we don't ever do this on Sundays, but you know, like, this is a total God thing. Like, we'll, you know, you can bring him in. He has to will and they want to go. And, and that was, so the next day we sat, Troy and I talked for, hours mm-hmm. and finally he's like okay let's go and i brought him there and that was like letting your kid go you know it was oh, so sure. chan- like yeah just you had to be like oh you can't talk to him like it was it was legit like and then drug you know coming off of drugs and that you know people just can like they're like we're good we'll take care of them and man that mm-hmm. it totally changed his life the stories mm-hmm. and the the visions, and I remember him talking about a guy in prayer in chapel, like kept his eyes open while they're praying with all these guys, and w- watched the Holy Spirit fly, like, mm. and stare, like that moment of like, yeah, I, I can sense it, I can feel it, you know, and it yeah. totally changed his life. He moved to Texas. He's married. Like, he is on fire for God, and and I, all his, I didn't...
1: all his, th- like his addictions that desire for those things are gone like mm, totally He gone. has no yeah. he doesn't seek that anymore yeah, like no he doesn't desire. have no desire for it no it's it's completely removed yeah
2: which was hard that was the hardest part for me was to be like
1: mm.
2: like really right he, like nothing like not like took a while for me to realize yes jesus got it like he yeah. totally took it away i, I trust him like yeah. it's and it's just awesome. I just talked to him yesterday and love talking to him. I mean, we're family now. It's just, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's, I think, in so many ways, that just typifies what this passage is about. You know, he talks about we are a new creation. The old has gone. And so those addictions are gone. And yeah. we shouldn't be surprised by that because that's <laughs> what God says will happen when, yeah. when we do that. And um, And I think about what would have happened with Troy if you had, hung up when he called yeah. instead of paying for him to come down. if you said, well, you know, I don't, you know, my kids are home. I don't want him here. But you chose to see him with Jesus's eyes and not the world you know, and, um, and that is, you know, it's, uh, I've worked with people in the past. that have struggled with different types of addictions and um, yeah, it's hard because they don't want to let it go. Yeah. I mean, I, there's, I mean, we all have some sort right. of addictions that, but, um, but you uh, chose to see him not through a worldly, view but through God's view and, yeah. and wonderful things have come from that so yeah cool well as I was reading this one thing that kept going through my head is it's a song um, called give me your eyes by Brandon Heath I don't know to give, um, I'm not gonna say it now, but <laughs> um, the whole idea is he's asking God that that he can see people through his uh, God's eyes and the video starts with him at an airport um, or a mall. I think it's an airport where he's just looking at those people. So I guess a challenge that I have um, for our listeners is um, find that song. It's on YouTube. You can find it, just listen to it. Um, <clears throat> again, it's called Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath, um, and then go to some public place, uh, whether it's Meyer or, um, well, it's probably too cold to go to the beach yet, but someplace, and then just pray that God would give you his eyes and see what happens and then um remember you're an ambassador for jesus and see what you can do to um be jesus to those people so just pray that god would give you his eyes to see the people and then the courage to, to step into that yeah. so that's good yeah. well thank you so much for sharing that um i mean again i think that's a great story of how we can do what the bible is telling us to mm-hmm. do so so listeners as you go throughout the day remember that you are in christ you are a new creation. The old is gone and you've been reconciled to Jesus. And may Lord, the Lord give you his eyes to see others the way he sees them. Thanks for joining us and we will talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.